Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. And there will be no turning back indeed. That was um, John Ellis with Anywhere and Everywhere. Indeed, we'll go anywhere and everywhere. We, we are being commissioned by the Lord to go where we are called to minister in and out of season through uh, words and sometimes and probably most times through our actions so that the Lord is glorified in all that we do. So it's just gone t- 20 minutes past four, my dear family. And um, our word for the day, just before we had that beautiful song by John Ellis, is uh, from the book of Psalms. And it's Psalm 46, verse 5. And it reads as follows. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at, at the break of day. So if you just want to share a little bit about what this scripture means to you, feel free to send us a WhatsApp or a voice note. That would be lovely, actually, to hear your voices this Friday afternoon. Send us a voice note on uh, 082-657-2729. Right now, I'd like to actually welcome our guest for the day to kickstart our our interview. That is uh, Ms. Fina Kodisang, who is um, a winner of the gender-based violence category for the year 2022 of This Woman and Voices Award. She is also the CEO and um, executive member of the board of directors at the Soul City Institute NPC. And uh, she is one person who is very passionate about uplifting young women and girl children. All this and more after this. Fina, a warm, warm welcome to you on Spectrum this afternoon. Thank you very much, and I appreciate the invite. <laughs> we appreciate you spending your Friday with us. So let's just uh, delve right into it. Uh, last week, we saw that uh, it was basically the start of the 16 days of activism against gender-based violence, um, which is basically an international campaign that kickstarts on the 25th of November. Uh, and what are some of the plans that Seoul City has for this uh, period to actually observe 16 days of activism, but also to raise awareness? Thank you. One of the things at Soul City that we want to do and we have been doing is that we're advocating that it should not just be 16 days mm-hmm. of activism, but it should be 365 days. Because if you want people to know that we are against something, you don't wait for a certain period and start talking about it at that time. Mm-hmm. But you must talk about it every day so that the message they hear every day of the year is that gender-based violence is not right. We don't promote it. We don't want more women and more children dying. And that we need to come together, collaborate, make sure that, you know, we create awareness, we educate, and everybody must play their part. So we have a, a campaign that we call Kalimelang, which is a Sesotho word or a Swana word for, you know, calling out for Kalimela, you know? Yes. So we are saying... All of us must really hold each other accountable. When we are doing wrong, it doesn't matter who is doing wrong, whether it's, it's your father, your brother, your wife, your sister, you know, your friend, anyone who is found to be doing wrong. Hmm. I like that. Very, very powerful, you know, statement. The, the kind of abuse that we're seeing in our communities. And with that said, we saw just last week uh, reports that were 
all over our news in terms of the number of murders, especially towards women and the abuse and all of that numbers really rising with statistics saying about 989 women were murdered between July the 1st and September the 30th. Now, this is worrisome as a woman, as a young woman in South Africa. What are some of the things that uh, we, you know, need to do to address these issues? As you've already said that we need to be aware and vigilant throughout the year, but particularly in this time to raise the bar and to raise awareness for those who have been in a bit of a slumber as to how much this actually affects society. The first place to start is to say behind every number, there's a human being that Mm. has lost their life. So we need, because if we just look at numbers, we become desensitized to the fact that it's not numbers, it's human beings. Mm. It's women who have lost their lives, you know. So we need to really look into who are these people that are losing their lives? Why are they losing their lives? You know, how do we prevent more lives being lost? So the campaign it's not only concentrating on the numbers, but it's saying, let's bring the human element to it. A mother has lost a daughter. A husband has lost a wife. A sister has lost, you know, a sibling. Uh, all those, how, even how those different roles intersect is important because when you now narrow it down to that level of humanity, we then see why it is important for us to stand up against more people dying um, because numbers, you know, also don't tell a story, mm. a full story, right? So we can see the numbers and people can just say, out of 60 million South Africans, it's just 900. Mm. But mm. like I say, it's it's 900 where a mother is mourning the loss of a daughter, a child is mourning, is mourning the loss of a mother. You know, so it's all those um, issues. And, and the other thing is that we, we don't see the full picture because... Not every woman who is raped, murdered, um, is, is in the records of the police. Mm. There are some bodies that have not been found, you know. And, and so we really need to be conscientized to the fact that it's human beings who are losing their lives unnecessarily yes. so. Mm. And therefore we need to really stand up, take action, and halimela, as, as we are saying, but not only halimela, other people, also yourself. So when we, we talk accountability, we also say, what are you accountable for mm. as an individual? How do you prevent and how do you perpetuate? What is your contribution? You mm. know, um, positive or negative, when you assess, do you see what role you are playing? If you are not playing any role, do you not see that that is a problem as well? Because if all of us are not going to make sure that we stand up we do something, then we are just as, as guilty as the people who are killing because we are. our silence means to them that we are saying, go ahead, we don't mm. care, just go ahead and do it, you know? So we need to speak out, we need to stand out uh, and stand up and, and just really do something. I think a call to action is that somebody uh, in every corner where they find themselves should do something, someone, everyone, all of us.
Mm. Absolutely, to do something and not to sit with idle hands while we watch women and children being abused. And really, women and children are the backbone of our society. And if where else would we be able to, to move forward? And how else would we be able to move forward? I'd just like to encourage our listeners, those of you who are listening, to send us a text on uh, 082-657-2729. That's our WhatsApp number. Or even call in into the studio line, which is 012-334-1322. We have this opportunity to have a, an open conversation with uh, Fina Godisang, who is the CEO of the Seoul City Institute. And uh, she's really here to, to firstly, to educate us and to tell us a little bit about the work that they have done thus far and how we, too, can plug into that kind of work. Now, uh, uh, Osfina, I'm going to actually ask you to stay on the line just so that we can give a lot of our listeners a little bit of a chance to plug into the conversation. After this, I'm just going to go quickly to the news and then back to our conversation. Thank you. Thank you very much. Become active. Active in faith. 657 AM. 657 AM. More Than a Dreamer by Octavia, so befitting because as we are just closing the year and coming to the close of 2022, we ought to think about our vision for the new year. Um, just on the line with us still is Fina Godisang, who is an award-winning woman in the category for uh, gender-based violence, uh, and she's won the award that says this woman plus voices of the year. So she is someone who's really passionate about the rights of women and the protection of women and children in particular in South Africa. She's also the CEO and the executive member of a board of directors at the Soul City Institute and uh, she is here to give us a few nuggets on how to be part and parcel of fighting against the scourge of gender-based violence in our country. Uh, Fina, are you still with us on the line? I'm still here, thank you. Thank you so much for holding. So I think one of the things that you mentioned before we went on our our praise break is that you said people need to plug in and not sit with idle hands and p- perhaps even expect institutions such as Soul City as well as government to be doing all the work. What are some of the practical things that we can do as civil society in our fight against the scourge of gender-based violence in the country? It's just to promote, you know, human existence where we can coexist as human beings because the minute we start putting things into gender, the binaries make it difficult to see that we are all human. You know, before I'm a woman, I'm a human being, and I just need somebody to respect my existence as a human being. Because the minute we get into binaries, we see that's where these complications come in. You know, uh, the genders are fighting each other. You know, it's male versus female, uh, and, and you don't even understand why we get to that point. I, I, I don't know how many times in a day on social media you see something that either is a man posting something against women, a mm. woman posting something against men. And this thing, you know, because whatever that comes out of the abundance, and the Bible speaks about that, whatever that comes out of the abundance of the heart is what we will see manifesting, right? Mm-hmm. So if every day our lives are about proving that 
the other gender is wrong, the other gender is the one that is at fault, we're not going to get anything right. We need to do what the Bible tells us, which is love your neighbor mm-hmm. as yourself. If it starts with love, I can tell you we will not be seeing the things that we are seeing. Mm. But we, we, we live in a world that has lost the meaning of love, that has lost the understanding of what love is and what love should look like. So I think in our advocacy, especially as churches, we need to start positioning love at the center of everything. Mm. I like what you said there in in terms of the social media posts that we often become so reckless with, right? I just want to take this moment to say, parents uh, and guardians, this is the time where you're supposed to actually be monitoring your little ones. Children nowadays also have got access to their phones, to all sorts of social media platforms. And it is shocking for me to, for parents just to, allow their children to run amok, not knowing what it is that they're posting, not knowing who their friends are. So this is also a a, a platform to say, have a look at the activities that are going on in, in your child's Facebook account or in their Twitter account or even Instagram, just so that you're able to see if danger is lurking and be able to to ensure that you are covering your children. With that said, uh, I just want to ask, what are some of the things that we can spot early on when maybe number one, being in a position where we're about to, to step into perhaps even an abusive relationship or abuse perhaps even at work? What are some of the indicators to actually help women to be able to spot them? Unfortunately, you know, um, there's no 100% um, indicators that you can say this is 100% mm-hmm. spot on. But I can tell you there are red flags. Mm-hmm. You know, you can see that somebody loses their temper over something that shouldn't make anyone lose their temper. Mm. Um, you know, the way they respond, the way anything and everything just irritates them. You can see that maybe there's something here. But we, when, when we are in love, that's why it's called falling, ne? Uh, falling in love, you fall, and you know, because you have fallen, you lose all sense of what is wrong, what is right, mm. and sometimes even ignore the red flags because you have fallen mm. in love. But I can tell you, um, red flags are there. You can hear in the tone, in how they speak about other women. Yes. Um, you know, generally, you can tell that this person, you know, sounds like somebody who hates women, mm. uh, but. Because you are choosing to hear only the good things that they say about you and ignore everything else that they say generally about women. You know, somebody cannot say women are this, but you, my love, are different. Mm. You know, there will be a time where they see you in the same way they see other women because you are a woman. Mm. You know, so those red flags we must not ignore. Or somebody out of you doing something that maybe irritated them because we are not perfect. They slap you and then quickly apologize mm. and then buy you flowers, buy you, buy you gifts. You know, the, you must know that that's the beginning. Mm. You know, and you might live your whole life receiving gifts as an apology because somebody, every time they lose their temper, they make you their punching bag, knowing that when they come with that box of chocolate or a new dress or a trip or a new car, they'll be forgiven. One day they'll they'll kill you. And as as the, as the saying goes, the flowers you will get will be a wreath at your funeral. 
Sure. May the Lord actually open up the eyes of our understanding and give us wisdom when faced in with situations such as these. I just want to ask this. If you are observing a loved one, it could be a friend, a sister, a sister in the Lord, somebody perhaps that you fellowship with, that they are in very dangerous waters. How do you approach them? you know, without obviously jeopardizing that relationship, but approach them and conscientize them about gender-based violence? We must not, and and we are guilty of this, say, just pray about it, Mm. right? Mm. Pray for them, but go to them and say, my sister, I can see what is happening. And, you know, you still have a chance to get out. Mm. Most of us, when we go to them, we, we encourage them to stay because you must prove your faith in God by staying in that abusive relationship and praying for that person to change. Mm. I'm not discussing prayer. I'm a person who believes in prayer, but I'm going to tell you to get out of that relationship mm. because we preach how God hates divorce, but God loves his people more than he hates divorce. Absolutely. So we really need to get to a point where we encourage people to leave and God will understand. You know, mm. we make, we guilt trip women using the word of God. Um, Zalwani stay. Yeah. You know, take it to God. Um, stay on your knees. You know, can we, can we move from that and say, yes, pray. Pray that God will give you the strength to leave this abusive relationship. Sure. What a what a um, a very you know it's it's a very contentious topic, especially when it comes to Christians and church folk as well in terms of marriage. And uh, you know, I've heard a lot of people actually debate this and say, no, but this this is the word, and you cannot stray from it. And as you have said, that the foundation in your life as a woman of God is prayer and the Word of God. But I believe also that the Lord would much rather have you alive than buried before your time because you stayed for too long in an abusive relationship where you could see the ending was just going to be inevitably a bad ending. Yeah, yeah. Lastly, before we let you go, um, Osfina, tell us a little bit about some of the, you know, success stories that you've had as the Soul City Institute where you have managed to help women and children in various communities. What are some of those stories that are just so heartfelt that just sit right in your heart and make you smile to know that you guys have made a difference in in, um, the community and in other people's lives? For me, I always celebrate when women come and say, you know, because of the work you do, I managed to leave the relationship. Mm. And I, I know my rights, and I managed to go and report. You know, I'm standing by um, by what the law says, and I'm going to see this through. And, you know, I'm, I'm encouraged uh, by the support that the organization offers because we work with young women mainly. Mm. And what we teach in those clubs, you know, is to respect themselves and mm-hmm. to respect the next human being. But to also know that they don't have to stay, even if you are poor, because there's also this narrative that some women stay in relationships because of poverty. And, and we, we, we won't say that's not true. We, statistics are there, reports are there, research is being done that shows that mm-hmm. some of the reasons why women stay in abusive relationships is because of socioeconomic, um, their, their social economic status. Yes. But it's so empowering when women say, even if I don't know what I will eat tomorrow, my life matters. Mm. And so I'm not going to stay 
in that relationship just for a loaf of bread. You know, for me, that's the success we have when we we are able to bring to um, consciousness the fact that you don't have to stay. There are other ways, you know, that you can be supported. There are other programs that government is running, that NGOs are running that can help you, Mm. you know, and standing on your own two feet is the most powerful tool you have as a woman. This dependence on uh, resources that can be provided by the men, that narrative has long changed. We're no longer in that period where your role as a woman is just to look pretty and wait for a man to come and marry you. Mm. We're no longer about that. You know, we are saying to women, do it. When marriage comes, let it find you empowered already doing your own thing so that it can edify, that partnership can edify what you are already doing. Absolutely. It's also a biblical principle as well. You need to be in the field. Look at what happened with, with Ruth and, and Boaz. She was already yes. in the field. She just didn't say, Yo, I don't have a husband. <laughs> she she was working in the field. So it yeah. means you ought to be placed where God has placed you to to influence, to be light, to be salt, and, and to work. And Yeah, even Proverbs 31, the way we interpret it, you know, it doesn't showcase the strength that this woman has. Instead, it portrays this woman as the slave to the husband, the way they are preaching about it. Uh, I cringe every time I'm attending a wedding and I hear how you must be a prophet said one woman, wake up and make breakfast for, for your man at 5 a.m. It was not about that. Mm. You know, they were showing how this woman was economically empowered. She was the one surveying the land, mm. buying the land with her money. She was the one who was making clothes. You know, she was entrepreneurial, she was Mm -hmm. providing leadership, and in doing that made her men look good in the gates where he was meeting with other men. But we interpret it as saying to this woman, yours is to be a slave to this man. And and, and I think if we show women the power that the Proverbs 31 woman had in being the leader, because when it starts, it it talks about leadership. And in the first verses, before it starts, you know, um, talking about this woman and the many things that she can do. And it also says she uses her willing hand. No Mm. one is forcing this woman to do these things. She willingly does this as a service, you know, as an uh, an offering of herself to her family. Mm. But we teach women to be enslaved, to be, you know, conscripted in doing things, and they end up abused because they, they, they want to be this Proverbs 91 woman. Well, we, we are thankful. Sorry, Proverbs 31, <laughs> yes. We are thankful that whomever the sun sets free is free indeed. So there's no way that you can meet Christ and still be embattled and lack identity as a woman. We are not an afterthought. We are a beautiful creation from Abba. And uh, we are here to, to collaborate really and not to fight against our men because we love them. They are our brothers, they are our fathers, yeah. they are our uncles, and they are our leaders. So we're here to actually just hold hands and bend together and say, man, let's build homes, let's build good communities, let's have economic emancipation instead of competing against each other, but really just bending together in, in collaboration. And I'd just yeah. like to take this time to really thank you for your time and imparting so much knowledge and sharing the work that you've done. Uh, I just also would like to ask, where can we get a hold of you or for the listeners who would perhaps want to get a hold of you uh, or the organization? So our website is www.soulcity.org.za. 
We are also on Facebook uh, at Soul City Institute. Um, we're also on um, Instagram and uh, Twitter. I think on Twitter is at Soul City underscore SA. Okay, um, just before I actually let you go, Sfina, we have a voice note here, and I'm going to say it's uh, anonymous just to, uh, you know, protect her identity. Uh, I think let us just perhaps take a bit of a, a song break, and if you can, just stay for five more minutes, please. I think this young lady actually needs a little bit of help from your organization, and she's just sent us a voice note. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh Ladies and gents, family and friends, that is Fina Godisang. She's still on the line. And if you do have a situation, uh, you're a woman, you find yourself in a an abusive relationship or you are scared because you can see a relative or a friend um, really in this, this kind of relationship this is the time to actually step up you can send us a whatsapp on 0826572729 and let's just uh, also remember that our foundational scripture of the day comes from the book of psalms which really teaches us that we will not fall it's psalm 46 verse 5 god is within her she will not fall god will help her at the break of day and so we declare this upon the women in south africa we declare this upon every single woman that is supposedly still scared of battling with her identity in Christ Jesus that you will not fall once you understand your power and your identity in Christ Jesus you'll be able to make the right and relevant decisions about your life let's just take a praise pause and when we come back we'll have a listen to this voice note from anonymous and try to get her the help that she needs be doers of the word with 657 a.m. songs of life do you want to grow your business sales? Do you know that you can advertise on Radio Puppet, Radio Puppet website, The Word for Today magazine, and The Word for You Today magazine at the ridiculously low prices? Yes, you can indeed. Radio Puppet, your daily companion, offers you the platform to grow your businesses at the best affordable prices. Simply contact me, Godfrey Moabi, on godfrey at radiopuppet.co.za or call me on 012-334-1265 and I'll tell you how. Remember, I've made it my business to grow your business. Give your faith wings. Explore life with 657 AM. 657 AM. It's three minutes to 5 p.m. and we've just got a voice note from Anonymous. We'll just play about half of the voice note because it's quite long. And then we've got um, Sisfina Godisang from the Seoul City Institute just to give us a little bit of direction after we hear this voice note. Hi. Greetings in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Mm. I've got a problem here. I don't know whether it's abuse or it's what. Kunalinda Vale, Engang Patigashi, Patigashi, Nine Patnayami, Nizi Satisera, Umova in Nayo. It's been three years now. We've been together for three years. So, as Shadanga, and then oh, this year, September, we are seven and I, but I'm in seven September. So, man, I'm seven. The goodness in the English notice, okay, as in the it's like we are pose, yes, we are pose, but man, I'm pose, 
ngithi mina mangikholile like mina yami mali yimi melisebenze kakhulu la indindani eyakhe eyakhe uyispenda chumashi kuma alcoholics then I, I, I understand or indlela uyangiyoza noma i don't know i understand so ngicela nje ningibonise lapho because kangangokuthi if mina so that was the voice note that we received from Anonymous and Sisfina. I'm going to kindly ask to just um, come back with uh, an answer for Anonymous. I think she's quite embattled and um, there's a lot that needs to be done to help her. Firstly, the situation of just being um, in a home with a man that has not yet married her is an issue in itself. So I don't know if you would be able to stay on for a little longer because I'm only seeing messages flooding in at the moment. Okay, um, so let's start with Anonymous. Can I, can I kindly want... ask that we come back after just a minute or two and then okay. we'll be able to tackle Anonymous situation thoroughly? Thank you very much. Let's head to the news and then after the news, we will come back to tackle this issue about gender-based violence. Reach your customers in the car, at the office, at home or wherever they are, night or day. Through advertising with Radio Pulpit, you can reach a large, unique and loyal audience in a most affordable way. With over 500,000 people on our various platforms, from Gauteng to the Cape, you simply cannot go wrong. So advertise today. Contact us on 012-334-1339. Or for advertising packages that we offer, go to www.radiopulpit.co.za. Terms and conditions apply. We understand that as a young person you face many challenges that threaten both your safety and mental well-being and in this fast-moving world you don't always have someone to talk to that's why i am youth has joined hands with child protection hotline to give reliable and accessible counseling to young people so send a whatsapp text sms or call the number 076037 6345 to get help today. We believe that you are worth it. Radio Pulpit 657 AM, your daily companion through thick and thin. Download our mobile app or visit radiopulpit.co.za to listen to your favorite station 24 hours a day. God of Breakthrough by Mac Brock. 11 minutes just past 5 here on Spectrum on Radio Pulpit 657am with me Maschabampete and uh, we still have uh, Fina Kodisang on the line who is the CEO of the Seoul City Institute NPC, a woman who is passionate about the upliftment of other women and also founded on the Word of God. Um, Osfina, thank you so much for just allowing us to stretch you know, your time a little bit but um, we have issues that are just arising. It's, it's as if people are just just writing in right now and so just before the praise break in the news we had a voice note from anonymous stating that she is currently facing what she deems to be abuse by staying cohabiting with a man that is not yet her husband and she finds that she's using all her money and before i give you an opportunity osfina i'm just going to quickly skim through 
another comment from our listener and he says uh, this is Mbui Songkoma says greetings family um, sorry if I may sound judgmental or hard but confront head on you'll excuse my Zulu um, so we need to speak the truth as it is people need to fix their relationship with God and seek wisdom from him to live according to his standards God's way of living and cultural way of living uh, collide uh, living leaving alone the issue of lobola or wedding culture as well as Christianity is opposed to cohabitation so I'm just going to throw it in there uh, Sisfina for you to to tackle that one okay thank you I wanted not to address Anonymous and I hope Anonymous is listening mm. because we ask what is it that she wants because you need to identify the first step she did was to identify that she has a problem mm-hmm. now that she has identified that she has a problem in her relationship. And I hear what the, uh, you know, the, the person who wrote the, the comment that you've just read mm-hmm. is saying, right? But to Anonymous, what is it that you want to do? If you are finding it uncomfortable to be in the situation you are in, what do you want to do about it? Mm-hmm. Because you have that power. We, we, we always encourage women to exercise agency. Mm. If, if you are not happy, don't wait for Fina to come and tell you you are not happy, leave. Yes. She has already identified that she's not happy. Mm, mm. So why is she still in that relationship? She must answer these questions for herself, right? yes. not to us. Mm-hmm. It must be things that she answers to herself to get to the ultimate answer mm-hmm. of what she must do. The fact is you won't be able to change the next person. In any situation, the person you can change is yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you are not happy in a situation, the change you bring in the situation is to remove yourself from a situation that makes you unhappy. Mm. If you are staying, why are you staying? And if you your, your reasons for staying, according to you, are valid, mm. then you've made a decision. And I think every person has the power within to decide what is it that they want to do, you know, Um and so I'm going to encourage Anonymous to truly assess the situation and to come up with an answer as to, okay, am I continuing to stay or am I going to leave? Mm. If I stay, then I must stay with that understanding. This is the person I'm staying with. This person drinks, they won't spend their money on me and all the issues that she raised, you know? Otherwise, then we, we, people want to hear something and at the end of the day, they still go back. Absolutely. But now, if I'm going to say leave, and she, she texts and she leaves, two weeks later, she might be going back. Mm. Because she left not because she had resolved for herself that I don't want this ever in mm. my life. Mm. You understand? Mm-hmm. So she needs to come to that decision by herself. She has the agency, and she must exercise that agency. And of course, take uh, what the... The, the other listener has been saying. I, yes. I, I, I never want you know to use the word of God against people because in situations, it's a unique situation you find yourself in there. I want you, when you have a personal relationship with God, to deal with that at a personal level of how you relate with God. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, yeah. let the word convict you all by itself. I will never use the word of God to judge people or to condemn people for their behaviors because 
I don't know what led to them being in that situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, let me let you go, Sisfina, <laughs> lest we keep you for far too long. Please just mm-hmm. kindly repeat those contact details where we can find help or be in contact with the organization. www.soulcity.org.za On Facebook, uh, Soul City Institute, and on Twitter as well. And uh, on Twitter is at soulcity underscore sa. And, and on, on uh, Instagram, it's Soul City Institute. The number to call us on is 011-771-7900. A big thank you to you, Sisfina, for spending your afternoon with us here on Spectrum and imparting such knowledge. We really appreciate you and the work that you do at um, the Soul City Institute. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Thank you. Well, family, uh, that was uh, Fina Godisang, who is the CEO and executive member of the board of directors at Soul City Institute, NPC. She has just recently won an award called This Woman Voices of the Year Winner Award um, in the category of gender-based violence. So she's really someone who's passionate about uplifting women. And what's also very unique about her is that she not only combines the knowledge that she's accumulated over the years in fighting the scourge of gender-based violence, but also um, takes refuge in the Word of God. And I just want to take this time to really minister just for a minute to our our anonymous listener who finds herself in a situation where she's cohabiting. You probably already know in your spirit that um, you probably already know the truth. And I just want to let you know that um, you are... A child of God, you have got an identity in Christ and you are beautiful and you are fearfully and wonderfully made and you are loved by God and he carefully crafted you not to live a life that is going to be frustrated, not to live a life that is subpar, but to live a life to glorify him. And so we thank the Lord for blessing you with a job, which means you're financially independent. Go seek your own place. Right. Go seek your own place and start to build on your relationship with the Lord. And uh, my 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 little bit of advice is to find a church that you can plug into in your nearby area. You didn't mention your area. And I think for safety's sake, it's, a, it's actually a good thing. So find a, a local church where you can just be plugged into a community of believers so that you can grow in faith, that you can grow in understanding the, the, the ways of the Lord and the ways of living um, for the Lord. And you will see everything else will be added unto you. And um, may the grace of God just abound to you um, in this season. And I pray that the Lord covers you and shows you the right way so that you don't find yourself um, in a in a tricky situation where, yeah, where we don't want to end up as as women, and especially especially as women of God. So um, I think we have one more voice note just to take, and then we're gonna go for a praise break. This uh, voice note is a little bit long, so I'm going to ensure that we just um, fade it out because I think the the listener is quite expressive, but we really, really appreciate your your views. I just want to emphasize that, family, we appreciate your participation. It shows that the kind of content that we're giving to you is not just falling on ears that are not 
interested. It's not falling on deaf ears. And so we are really, really interested in hearing more about where you are and uh, some of the challenges that you're facing so that we can also pray with you and uh, also bring the right people to, to walk with you. So here's another voice note from our listeners. Sorry for that technical error. Let's just kindly retrieve that voice note. And uh, while we're getting it, uh, let's play you some beautiful Christmas-inspired music called uh, Christmas Love by Ben Tangard. From your ear to your heart to your mouth to your feet, join this life on 657 AM. 25 minutes past five here on Spectrum and uh, just before the wonderful song that we had we had just played a voice note that had a bit of a technical glitch and right now we're just going to play the voice note from Elisa just to get her views on what we spoke about a little bit earlier on. Kili <laughs> Are pulusitwe. Hari eti kopano. Hari shiri kapoiza selekano. Lewatu basa tzibani lemure na jesu. Lewatu basa pulusu wangu. Iko hetea. Uko hetea. Katile emu ema katang. Lintula mudumu aliba. Tabaya uri. Hari pulusitwe. Biri kopane reza selekani. Renga kuruni ya rona. Rifa <laughs> Are who we now to Samaya hunted Uncope hunted a cake a hanakana. Arendate a cake a hanela, a cake a hanela. Curry a caracasa river crestor, hamu to Atla Alcupal Rato when Ukalum was my father now, Utsubana Lumrena Jesu, Shoka Murena Mupulusina. That was uh, one of our listeners, uh, Lisa, 
who has just uh, responded really to to one of our listeners who was anonymous, uh, stating that she is in a relationship that she deems to be quite abusive and she wanted a little bit of advice. So Lisa is basically saying, When you know the truth in the word of God, you will know that um, you need not to dabble with people that are in, unequally yoked. You love everyone, of course. We lead them to Christ, but uh, you need not put yourself in a situation where you're in a three-year relationship and you're even cohabiting with a man who clearly has no intention to marry you. So that was Lisa. Thank you so much, Lisa, for your comment. And um, also Mbui Swankoma also sent a comment, uh, you know, sending a lot of conviction there that we need to follow things through, follow the word of God, unadulterated, unapologetic, and we need to live according to God's word, nothing less, nothing more. And that's your contribution. And we are truly, truly grateful for that. Thank you for all your contributions in terms of the conversation that we just had at the top of the hour. Right now, we're preparing to do what we do best, which is a Bible mania after half past five, just after our news headlines. And then we're going to be joined by an evangelist who's probably going to give us the word, um, who's an energetic young woman who is, um, you know, a minister of faith, Sitole Ramwadi, an evangelist, a published author a mentor, a public speaker, a counselor, and a co-founder of IMPK Foundation. So we're looking forward to that conversation just to throw it there so that we can prepare the little ones, especially with the Bible mania coming up. I, I'd like to give you enough time to do a little bit of research, but ni Google ni asa belief. Feel the pulse of the real life on 657 AM. 657 AM. The sounds of your life. For there is a time to search and a time to give up, a time to reap and a time to sow. Radio Pulpit wishes to be there at all times, even when you just need prayer. Send us your prayer request by calling 067-429-7564 or email it to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za. It's here. Radio Pulpit's new website is live. You can tune in at radiopulpit.co.za and enjoy crystal clear sound with just a click of a button or listen to our podcasts. Discover biblical truths in our daily devotionals and let our stories of hope inspire you. You can download our app on this new look, easy to use platform. Find your favorite program, get to know our presenters and so much more at radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.